Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Pizza Trocadero, the finest pizzeria in all of Guelph, Ontario. They've got delicious gourmet pizzas or choose from an array of fresh ingredients and make whatever you like. Calzones, wings, panzerottis, salads, breadsticks, garlic bread. Pizza Trocadero has it all. You can find them at 7 Municipal Street in Guelph or visit them online at trocaderoguelph.ca. That's T-R-O-K-A-D-E-R-O-G-U-E-L-P-H dot C-A. Call them at 519-829-2444 for pickup or delivery. That's Pizza Trocadero, a place of the good trade. Creative Control with Vish This past Sunday, I had a late night chat with a Chicago rapper who goes by the name of Mick Jenkins. And it's a really fascinating conversation about perceptions of violence in his city of Chicago, uh, the state of the United States of America, and uh, the election campaign cycle, and and how the world is a a much more evil place than it's ever been. Sounds dark and maybe depressing, but it's the facts. (laughs) At this point, I think we can all agree that things are in rough shape on so many levels, and it's nice to have conversations with people about it so that we can try to reconcile where we're at with all of this. And Mick Jenkins and I had such a chat. I've never spoken with him before, but I enjoyed this conversation. And he's an intriguing guy. If you don't know his name, um, I think you if, if you don't listen past this introduction, it doesn't matter. You'll hear his name. I think people will be talking about Mick Jenkins. Uh, he is a pervasive force. His music is very powerful. You'll hear that in the way he speaks uh, during this interview, and I hope you enjoy it. I did, and you'll hear new songs from his new record waves, as I may have already said. I can't remember. Let's just get to it. This is myself and Chicago's Mick Jenkins. Have you enjoyed my interviews with Raekwon, Bonnie Prince Billy, Steve Albini, Angel Olsen, Deltron 3030, Buffy St. Marie, Daniel Lanois, Nels Klein, Bob Nastanovich, Grill Marcus, and the Constantines? Would you like to hear more interviews on Creative Control? If the answer is yes, first of all, thank you. Secondly, please consider giving a monthly pledge to this show over at patreon.com slash creative control. You can pledge whatever monthly amount you like and adjust or cancel whenever you wish. For a limited time, anyone who pledges $10 a month or more receives a creative control t-shirt. All proceeds go towards keeping this podcast alive. Again, please visit patreon.com slash creative control and pledge today. I'm sinking free my niggas 
polished and purposeful. He's producing pristine pictures. Pay me, give me plenty. The trees be got keys. That's paper, so hold the pennies. I'm pressed and like pest. I'm in every nook and cranny, your pantry With some patience, your panties I got patience, it's prevalent in the previous plannings I've been on my P's and Q's Fuck, is this a quiz? Peep this nigga passion, I'm not picking him to quit Watching paint ain't it quaint All that presence in his pen, he be pearling All that wisdom, all that pressure be to sin Epilescent silver lining through the questions I've been quilting together Niggas quiver in the cold, are you equipped for the weather? When it's polar and it's piercing through your sweater to your chest How you persevere and press on through the quest? I've been on my P's and Q's Can't you see I do not play? And I'm packing full of quotes where you perceive it In the way that I intended, I ain't preaching And I'm never that pretentious, not pretending Quasimodo how my back is, I've been bending, I've been Lifting all the pounds, break it down, pass it round. Politicking with my peoples, then my partner, then my round. Quality is what we seek. I'm not playing till we peak. Quintessential to survival is the cunning to compete. You pick defeat. If your efforts will only ever be passive aggressive, need my pleasure to let it fly like a test of propellers and compel all your people to say a prayer in your passing and fuck the gas. And I'm too persistent in what could they tell us? Uh, uh. Mick Jenkins is a powerful, uncompromising young hip hop artist who has spent most of his life as a citizen of Chicago, Illinois. Born in Alabama in 1991, Jenkins first received widespread attention with the 2013 mixtape Trees and Truths and followed its success up with the gritty, politically charged masterstroke The Waters, which many regarded as one of the finest albums of 2014. Working at a furious pace, Jenkins is back with an excellent new release called Waves, which is out via Cinematic Music Group and has prompted Jenkins to tour right across North America, including Toronto's the Hoxton on September 1st and Ottawa's Ritual on September 2nd. Here now to talk about some of these things is Mick Jenkins. Uh, hi, Mick. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Now, where are you, Mick? I'm in Chicago on the south side. I'm actually, I'm in High Park, actually, right now. High Park? Oh, what's going on there? Uh, I'm about to get my hair done. <laughs> <laughs> about to get yeah. your, as we're speaking, it's like Sunday at 10 p.m. my time. It's... I guess it's 9 not p.m. 9 p.m. Yeah. your time. Is that an optimal time to get your hair done? Um, No, but I've been busy, so it's just what I could do. <laughs> How are things going in Chicago these days? We've heard people outside of Chicago have heard a lot about Chicago over the last few years, about how volatile it is. Uh, how are you feeling about the city? I think it's like any other big um, metropolitan area. Um, there's what you would call a hood or ghetto, and there's a better part of town. If you want to find trouble, you know where to find trouble. If you live close to trouble, you know how not to act. You know what I'm saying? I, I think uh, there's always going to be innocent bystanders. I think the amount of violence in Chicago, uh, specifically the year that it was hired in Chirac, was uh, wild. But it's it's definitely being, uh, as, as someone from not from Chicago would hear about it, uh, fetishized and made to be a whole lot more than what it is. Uh, I've heard people tell you, they, oh, man, you can't even walk down the streets in Chicago. And it's just like, well, that's not true. <laughs> now, what? who would be behind amplifying what's actually happening in Chicago and calling it Chirac? Who who would be behind well, that? What, who's to benefit from that? I think that's just that? the culture. I think that's just the culture. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we like to see uh, negative things, uh, exciting things. Um, like then that's why I say a, a, fetish, a fetishizing of, of that image because that is something that America loves. America loves violence in general. Uh, the music was popular, um, and it's it's a more uh, it's a better story to paint to paint the picture that way for for the media outlets that do. I understand it. You know what I'm saying? I, I just it doesn't paint an accurate picture of what Chicago really is. Why do you suppose Chicago was targeted as a city by? I presume you're talking about the media and people who could who had the power to sensationalize something. Why would exactly. people, why would people pick on Chicago particularly? I mean, there's been a few different cities lately that have been hip hop hotspots. Why do you suppose Chicago bore the brunt of it? Um, I can't call it. Uh, it definitely had a lot to do with the rise of uh, Chief Keef and drill music, and the, and the fact that it was being called a new a new category and um, it was just a group of young artists who, who really caught a wave of something that was hot. And I think that kind of fueled it. Uh, it was definitely a great way to blame hip hop for a lot of the things that are wrong in Chicago hmm. when at the, they're not the problem. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. I can't, I can't really just say why, but I can only speculate <laughs> from what, uh, you know, how America usually tends to act with yes. things. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I hear you. Do you feel uh, as a resident, as, as, a, as a person who lives 
in Chicago? Do you mostly feel comfortable there? Absolutely. You don't feel threatened. You don't feel like uh, you know. Nah, no. I don't. I don't find. I don't find myself in those environments. And when I do, I know how to handle myself. I know how to speak to people to uh, to de-escalate the situation. And if I can't, then you know, I got God on my side. So <laughs> pray you, for the best. Have you been touched personally by what, this violence? This uh, this. Uh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. I think. Uh, I mean, in high school. See, it was different when I was in high school, though. Like, when I was in high school, like, you only ever heard about people dying. You know what I'm saying? Every People got in fights all the time. You know what I'm saying? But people, you only, for me, I only ever heard about people dying. But now, like, in this day and age, six years, you know, eight years later, I know people. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's one, two de- degrees of separation. And it's just like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's... That I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's not a denial that there isn't any violence, but it's it's made to seem like we can't be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like it's made to seem like there's nowhere to run or hide. Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's, and that's just not the truth. That's not the truth. But you're saying nah. from, from personal experience, you you know, if you lose someone or you know of people who are affected by this, it's part of life. Death is a part of life. I mean, I don't, I don't. You know what I'm saying? It, that, that, it happens in so many different ways. You know what I'm saying? There's accidents, there's cigarettes, there's cancer. There's, I mean, there's a ton of what I, it's a part of life, I think. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about like they do. Right. Okay. Now, I want to ask you about this video that came out. I think it came out in May for P's and Q's. This is a new song. And uh, the video is amazing. It's uh, to set the scene for people. It's It's you. It seems to be you kind of gliding. I would say almost gliding across the screen across the screen like an angel i don't know how to describe it otherwise but it's just you're sort of pacing slowly and there's just human chaos around you can you talk about this video what's going on in, with the p's and q's video um the p's and q's song was uh that uh there's 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 really classic records like um Nas is uh when he speaks from the point of a gun or or rewind when he raps backwards jay-z's 22 twos uh, Big L's, uh, Ebonics, um, th- those are really classic records, and they use like literary devices to to get a point across. Um, and I was looking for something like that, and I, I, just exploring literary devices. A lot of them are things that you can see when reading, but you can't really hear when spoken. So I, I kind of just fell back to alliteration, right? And uh, the phrase I've been on my P's and Q's kind of like mirrored what I felt about my work up to the point. Um, I've, I've, I feel like I have been on my P's and Q's. I've been kind of stepping it up everywhere that I can and um, presenting great music. So uh, P's and Q's was my like of my flexing of the pen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I took the, the the letter P and the letter Q and just used alliteration to get my point across. Um, so in the video, it is me being I'm on point and like nothing really can phase me. Um, it, it is as simple as like you know, party favors and glasses of water and powder, but it definitely represents like just the the sheer hecticness of life around me right now. You know what I'm saying? Navigating through the, the music industry, trying to adjust to all these changes and trying to be there for family and friends uh, while doing all of this. It's just, it's, it's a hectic environment and just gliding right through that and staying focused and executing the way we should at shows and on records. Uh, it's just a amalgamation of what I feel like I'm doing right now. Now it's an interesting. That's really fascinating, and I, I mean that kind of calm in the face of hectic nuttiness comes through for sure. Well, whose concept was it uh, for the video? Nathan Smith uh, is the director. He's directed uh, jazz and dehydration, and uh, I just really like working with him. Um, at first, it was I usually have a lot of input on set. Uh, P's and Q's was. Are now our fourth video, and I'm just really comfortable with him. So he he spearheaded that all the way. It was actually four shots, four 18 second shots, and that was the third shot that we chose. Oh, that so that's one continuous shot. Yes, that's remarkable. So you and all those people are doing stuff in kind of real time. Is that how that's working? Absolutely, yeah. That's amazing. I really like that. I hope people check it out. You can go. It's on. It's on the YouTube. Yes. <laughs> and it's, you can go to mickjenkins.com. It's a great. Uh, it's a great video. All right, cool. I just wondered about it because it's. I know you. You talk about hecticness. We've talked a little bit about the state of Chicago and media manipulation, 
as an American, I'm calling you from Canada, but you're an American. I'm cur- I'm curious, what do you as the current state of the United States of America? There's an election going on right now. I feel like I say this every once in a while. I say, I can't remember civil and social and racial unrest being worse than it is now. I feel like I've said that like five times, five times over the last three or four years. How are um, I think it's in shambles. <laughs> I think it is in shambles. And I think it doesn't look like it is to anybody who's not paying attention. But I think it will look like it is to everyone very soon. What what do you think can be done about this or what do you think is happening to your country as someone living within it? Well, I'm a I'm I'm raised with Christian values and I think the world is just getting more and more evil. I think you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's supposed to be ending. <laughs> and uh I I think people are just getting more and more evil. I, I, I really think that's what it is. I think because fundamentally all the problems in the world, not even just America, um, there there are alternative solutions for that are better. You know what I'm saying? It's not like rocket science. There there are alternatives for you see we having police violence, police problems. There's alternatives for the way we choose the police force. There's alternatives for the way we train the police. Uh, we have hunger problems with, with with poverty and poor people. There's you know what I'm saying? There's ways we can we can help those people. You know what I'm saying? There's ways like it's just everything that we have a problem with, everything that we feel is not right or not moral or things that don't work well that we acknowledge don't work well, there's alternatives that would work better and they're not being implemented by the powers that be. And there's a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like if the if the if the goal of the people who are really in control was to make sure that we were a better people, make sure that we had a better society make sure that we lived in a better world, we would do things completely different. And we don't. And there's a reason why. I want to get to that, what you perceive that reason to be, but there's a whole lot of stuff that went on in your answer there that I just want to unpack. You mentioned that you're a a, a man of faith. Uh, You mentioned that the world is ending. Uh, You're mentioning that people maybe know the world is ending or think the world is ending and are maybe trying to see it off in a, a, you know, ball of flame kind of thing, you know, like just like let's just get what we can get while we can. Is this stemming from religious indoctrination? Is this stemming from some belief in an apocalypse or the scriptures? You know, is it, is, where, where is this coming um, from? Well, well, from my understanding of the Bible, um, as the Lord, right, right, all right. So I'm just going to give you a real short synopsis. Um, Jesus is in an intercessory prayer for the world right now. And once he finishes that prayer, that is when he will return for his second coming, right? And as that is happening, the Holy Spirit's spirit is being withdrawn from the earth. Thus, people are getting more evil. And once, 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 <laughs> once that shit hits the fan, um, you know what I'm saying? When the Lord returns, you know, the rest is history. But so because of that, I feel like, I mean, that's just what it is. It's scripture. It's, it's in the book of Revelation. It's, it's not supposed to, the world, it's not supposed to get better. It's supposed to get worse. Like, you know what I'm saying? So those, that's, that's what I believe, uh, that's what you think is happening, and when you say that under the, Christian values, I mean, I mean, is it? I mean, what is happening? So you tell me. Is it? Is the world getting worse? You just said yourself that you don't. You feel like this is the worst that it's been in, in civil unrest and racial unrest. Like, I mean, yeah. it's just pe- people. The wilder shit you see on TV. Like, I mean, the the be- the best metaphor that I use to explain what I'm saying is just like the bathing suit used to not allow you to see above the ankle. <laughs> 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 the bathing suit used to not allow you to see above the ankle and it has miraculously transformed to almost being naked and no one has made any objections like you know what i'm saying like and that's literally what i think is happening with the world it's just like progressively subtly and progressively getting worse and worse and worse and worse so when you say that the people that could make it better the powers that be they're not making it better for a reason what's the reason i don't know i couldn't tell you I could think of reasons, I could speculate, but I'm I couldn't really just say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know who's really in control. Is there some advantage to for people who believe in the by the way, that was an excellent synopsis, I think, of of the of the biblical uh story there. Are there is there something that benefits the people in power if they believe that story? Um I don't, I don't, I, again, I don't know. I can't. Like, is there some benefit to allowing the world to get more evil? I mean, that's what, that's what goes back to, um, 
the religious beliefs because the idea is that Satan has been sent to the world as punishment. Um, he created sin and he and he is trying to take as many people to hell with him. So, I mean, that's where sin comes from. Uh-huh. That would be his goal and not necessarily the goal of a man who's on the earth. You know what I'm saying? Like the bigger goal is actually getting to heaven. And some people are going to hell. You know what I'm saying? I think Satan wants as many people in hell as possible. So I think it moves outside of whoever's in charge on, as a man's goal and moves into the bigger picture right. of like, yeah. So if we can agree that all politicians are probably dirty. <laughs> I don't believe that. Well, let's just let's for the sake of argument say that that might be true. I think some do you do you believe in some do you believe in a particular politician? Um, I think it's very hard to determine which politicians are being completely genuine. I think I I can say that. It does seem to me from observing from the outside that and this could just be the way I it's obviously has a lot to do with my slant on the world, but it seems that the Republican Party often comes across as more evil than the Democratic Party or people who lean to the left. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think that is a general perception, yes. And do you, I don't necessarily agree with it. You don't? But I think that is the... I do recognize that as... I think people, when I hear people talk about politics, most people talk about Republicans. I mean, and then you have to understand the people that I would be associating with are commonly Democrats, so... <laughs> well, when you, you hear like, when we hear the things that certain candidates have been saying, they sound evil. When you talk about good and evil right now, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't maybe it's, I'm not talking about policies. I'm just talking about the way one conducts themselves, the way they carry themselves. Yeah, yeah. It does seem like there's a good versus evil thing that's just magically happening based on the way things are presented by these people. <laughs> I can agree with that. Yeah. Okay, I'm just curious. Are you you're not an you're not an apathetic voter. You're engaged. No, nah, no, nah, I'm definitely not. Okay. I'm definitely not. I don't I don't vote at all. But you you can recognize that your political system and, and in terms of election cycles is a, probably a little absurd. It's probably a little It's it's completely flawed. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like that's and we know this and people and people with sense can recognize this. And it's not even about, like, being corrupt. It's just, like, a super outdated, unfair, like, system. And if we were really about being fair and making sure that most people were represented, and then we would do it different because it doesn't make sense to do it the way we do it if those are the goals. Well, who, so who we is, have to resolve that those are not the goals. But, but who is obstructing a better way? Can you think about, like, what? why can't we get, if we all know that things aren't making sense, why can't we get to a place where things that make sense would be implemented? <laughs> I think the I think that's where the 1% come in, because those are the people with the control, and they're also fueling the things that control the minds of the 99. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So when some, when, some, when some shit that needs to be explained happens, there's a million ways to distract people from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when when somebody does slip up and some shit gets out that the government did not want us to know, we forget about it in three months or a year. You know what I'm saying? Like because you know what I'm saying, that same one percent has the power to affect the people who control how we think and control what we concentrate on. Because they've made us too busy to actually have the time to revolt? Or care or know. Or you know what I'm saying? Some people don't even be knowing what's going on just because there's too much other shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When when some when some shit about fucking a, a Kim Kardashian breakup or some shit is on the news for six weeks, there's other shit that they're not showing and telling you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so I mean, it's, uh, there, I, it goes so much deeper than that. But like, that's not what we're trying to talk about. Well, this is what you seem to be talking about a little bit on your record. At least uh, when I say a little bit, I'm, I'm. Well, yeah, I speak to it for sure because it's a part of my life. You know what I'm saying? It's things that I think about. It affects the way that I live and that's and that's what I speak about in the music for sure. Yeah, like when I listen to songs on waves like Slumber, Get Up, Get Down, we mentioned Yeah, P, exactly. we mentioned P's and Q's. There's this sense that this record is a call to arms and yet with things like Your Love, it's also a flirty upbeat party record. How are those worlds connected for you? It's it's my life. Yeah, and I think that's what makes it seem so uh unforced because it isn't. You know what I'm saying? I I got Your Love uh, and a batch of beats from Kei Chinata. It was the first beat. 
I was on tour. My manager fell asleep. An hour later, he woke <laughs> up and I rapped and sang him the song. You know what I'm saying? And and it, I was just inspired. I heard the beat and I was just like, oh man, this got a nice little bounce to it. And I was, damn, I could, I could do something with this. And then I just sang a little bit and I was like, oh, I like that. And you know what I'm saying? Just build off it. It was never my intention to make the song. And I definitely thought about it afterwards. Like, man, this is something completely different. Like, I hope people don't. Oh, you're switching your style. Oh, you're going. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I. I that doesn't make me stop what I'm doing, but I'm definitely conscious of that attitude towards uh, someone that people respect as a great rapper or someone that people really feel like, oh, he's doing this for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> instead of just allowing me to create, that's a different story. But yeah, so that wasn't, in, it wasn't intentional to make a song like that or The Giver, but a big part of the uh, tape was inspired by my girlfriend. So planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That just was like what I was feeling. Right. So you have this interweaving of uh, personal and, I guess, what, more universal? Because I think even in those songs, I speak about a woman in an uncommon way. I don't think you commonly hear... Uh, people admitting their mistakes like I did on 40 Below and admitting that they didn't never really had shit to talk about and admitting that they were childish. I don't think you hear people I, I, even even when even 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 when somebody is being endearing to a woman, they'll still call her a bitch on her record. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like I try to make sure that I'm consciously approaching the way I speak about women differently too. You know what I'm saying? So that is felt even if it isn't readily recognized. Well, 40 Below doesn't seem to me to be about a man speaking of women. It seems to be about the dual role in relationship failure. Um, and I, want, I wonder if you can expand upon that. Why haven't we figured out how to maintain relationships? It seems to be something that you find puzzling as well. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I think I understand relationships. But I think because people are just all different and they're like, for example, in this with my girlfriend right now, I'm in a period of learning about her. Like, I love her. I like her. But there's still a lot to learn about her. And as I learn things, I have to learn how to handle certain things. You understand what I'm saying? And her, too. And that just causes so much confusion with what I'm doing. Like, I don't just I, I don't have it together. I'm still figuring it out. And I think that's an attitude that a lot of people don't have in relationships off top i think a lot of people feel vindicated in how they think it should go how the, what roles they think people should play and aren't really opening open to hearing other options because this is how they were taught this is how their parents do it this is what they've come to know yeah i see that a lot amongst my friends for sure they just feel so like nope it meant the men's supposed to do this women's supposed to do this i'm gonna you know what i'm saying and don't like really leave and that's what they're arguing they're arguing like for the sake of getting to do what they want versus somebody else getting to do what the other person wants instead of like really trying to like learn and compromise and find a better way to work with each other. Well, I think that's a fundamental like idea of how a relationship works that a lot of people miss. I'm not a relationship guru at all. <laughs> I just kind of like at all. I don't want to like, I, but I just, I just try to understand more have, than anything. Have you, I just have an so, attitude that I don't feel like a lot of people my age have. How old are you again? 24. 24, yeah. You seem, you seem wise beyond your years. Have you found that in learning more about your, your girlfriend, what you're really also doing at the same time is learning more about yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, Absolutely. that's something maybe people of your age group might not recognize? 
Yeah, and, and I mean, even now, like, I'm speaking about it, and I didn't even think to say that because it wasn't on my mind. I don't, but, like, you're absolutely right. I've definitely learned a lot about myself, uh, good and bad. I mean, that's, uh, the, that's the thing that, uh, you know, getting your heart broken or getting your heart, uh, what? What's the opposite of getting it broken? Filled? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you, when you're dealing... keep <laughs> not broken. <laughs> <laughs> when you're dealing with matters of the heart, when you're basically giving yourself to someone... I think that's when you and and that and it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. It can be platonic. It can be a work situation. When you're sort of giving yourself over and trusting someone else, that's actually when you learn the most about yourself. That's what I find. And uh, it sounds it sounds like you're on that road as well. Uh yeah yeah I'm on it yeah. Now on the song THC from your last record, The Waters, you talked about the elemental impact of water and and how it's. You know, it's the most pervasive natural force on Earth, and now you've got this record called Waves, on which you acknowledge that some people wonder why you talk about water so much. Is there yeah. is there anything particularly unique about your specific relationship with water? Because you seem oh, uh, not really. I think it just relates to the truth, and I just I think it's something that it, I I am successfully branding. Uh, it's definitely within the concept. I think. The whole elemental uh, thing is something that I mean, I know that it's something that is going to continue at least until this album, which is THC, because I, I really get the chance to bring all three uh, together. Um, and that's the intention. So, I mean, Waves is was originally going to be called Feels. Uh, I was just trying to create feelings. I don't think people concentrate on that. Uh-huh. And um, I also I just was like, well, to, to keep this water thing going, I like let's let's do waves like it's essentially the same thing. It's a bunch of little waves in a lot of different directions, and and that's where the title came from for me. But for me, water is just it represents the truth, and they're not done yet. I'm not done giving it to them yet. <laughs> you you had trees. You mentioned trees on your first record. Now you're in the water. Yeah. You, you seem to be sort of connecting with the earth, so to speak. And that's what I'm saying. I'm bringing it all together on THC, right? Because THC is the healing component, but THC is also you know, marijuana and, and the healing component is love, but there'll still be water references all up and through it. So it's just like a complex shit that I'm going to go really deep into explaining uh, on the album. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you've already got, yeah. you've got plans for something that follows up waves. Well, actually I've been done with waves since February, as far as the writing. Right. A lot of what took so long is the post-production. So since about April, I've been recording uh, for the album. Oh, the next, uh, the next record. Yeah, I've got a bunch of I got a bunch of records already, but I'm still working. Okay, I want to talk about that in a second. I want to revisit something you said when we were talking about Forty Below. You mentioned that no matter how sensitive a song might be, a rapper will maybe drop "bitch" uh, yeah. all of a sudden. And I'm curious what you make of. Did you read what Ice Cube recently said uh, in defense of NWA's misogyny and and uh, no. He made reference to the fact that he didn't understand why upstanding women would think that in them describing bitches and hoes, they might be talking about good women. And that 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 upstanding women should be just as angry at the bitches and hoes that NWA was mad at. What, what, what do you make of that? I think that's hilarious. <laughs> is it problem? Um, is it not problematic though? I don't mean to I, laugh. I mean, it is. It definitely is. Uh, but I think it's hilarious in the fact that it's just like I, I can't really say. I, I hope. I hope he doesn't really believe that. If he really believes that, then it's just like, well, uh, you know what I'm saying. He's there's too- a, there's a bit about you know cube for you. You know what I'm saying. Like I don't. I don't feel. I, I just feel like it's just acknowledge it. Like it is misogyny. Like all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> Why well, try to make it seem like it's just like, well, with upstanding women, because it sounds like you're talking about every woman you meet because you say me and my bitch when you're talking about your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just curious because hey, you hey. I think you represent a part of the evolution of hip hop and the MC. You mentioned earlier that, you know, you're dealing with subject matter in a more sensitive way. And I think hip hop and and MCs have evolved from a place where everyone had to be hard all the time to something more nuanced and sensitive and reflective of emotional dynamics within people. Why do you suppose things have gotten a bit more real in rap music these days? I think music just kind of has a lot of different shifts. I think it started off very smart and like uh, socially aware. And then it 
went very hard to gangster rap. Uh, and then the Atlanta phase, I don't I wouldn't gangster rap, but you know what I'm saying, that took over. I think it's just it's just natural for, for it to kinda the pay the plane of it to kinda change. Uh it hasn't really completely took over, but it's just getting popular again and I, I fuck with it. I don't really know why. But <laughs> I just I just kinda attribute it to like it's it's gonna change, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it constantly changes. So it's changing again. You feel comfortable being tapping into your sensitive I almost romantic side the way a lot of MCs seem to be doing feel more comfortable all of a sudden doing that. It it, it wasn't always the case. Nah, I think Drake pioneered that for sure. Yeah, I I think he did. And I and yeah. I, and a lot of people when he first came out, it took a couple records I think for people who liked hardcore hip hop to yeah, embrace yeah. him. Are you surprised at the way he's been embraced? Nope. <laughs> he feel he 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 feel not he created a, a whole lane. He did right. You're uh, yeah. you, do you you look up to him? Uh, I definitely take inspiration from him. I wouldn't say I look up to him, but he inspires me. Okay, I, he's not yeah. that much older than you. He's from he's from where I'm near where I'm calling you from, Toronto. So we and I feel like you know we 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 have now embraced him here in Canada. It took a while because we couldn't figure him out either. <laughs> Because he's, he's got a weird, you know, he was a Degrassi Junior High actor, right? Yeah. So he has kind of a weird background. Like, he's like, he doesn't really have an amazing origin story for a hip-hop artist. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> and and it seems like a lot of people can get over that fact, and you, you're you one of them. You, that doesn't, he's talented. He's he talented. Yeah, okay. So do, when you think of him, do you, have you taken anything from his lane, as you put it, to, in, within what you're doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Are there just uh, being able to be more honest in my content? Some of the sounds. I mean, like forty, and uh, his like in-house producers for sure. I think it's it's kind of hard not to. Yeah, you have a song called Forty Below," and his main one of his main producers is named Forty. <laughs> That's not really where the heaviest <laughs> part of the correlation lies. But. <laughs> okay, That's good. Cool. Are there? You know, you've been uh, in the public eye for a few years now. And uh, the last two things in particular have really res, or rather, this is going to resonate with people. I know it. I know Waves is going to knock people out when everyone gets to hear it. And the Waters did really well. Are there already misperceptions about you and your work that you wish would go away? Mm, nah. You feel like you've been treated fairly. No, but. <laughs> I don't feel like there's misconceptions in my work that I wish would go away. Nothing. There's nothing that you you feel like people are getting it. No, definitely not. <laughs> but that's just because people. I mean, people will know every word and completely miss the point. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. I definitely had to get over that. I thought I was when there was 750 people when the venue was sold out. You know, 500 of these people was leaving and you know, completely got it. And that's just not even realistic to expect. So I've learned that. Uh, yeah, people people sing sing every word and completely miss it. So I can I can appreciate what you're saying. You don't want to control your message. Whatever you put out, whatever people interpret, you're fine with it. But nah, 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 nah. Oh, I'm not. You're not fine. I with do it. a lot of I do a lot of things to explain uh, my music for sure. Uh, my listening party. I have like intimate sessions with I mean as many people as we can fit that makes sense to really explain the music. I just had a listening party in. Chicago and I'm having one in New York and they're really detailed on like how the art collaborates with the music and my inspirations and the artist's inspirations. You know what I'm saying? I think that's very important, but you just can't do that for everybody. Like everybody is not going to have access to like get the shit fully explained to them. So when you when you, you seem aware of of the fact that some people aren't getting it, how is that manifested? Like how do you know they're not getting it? I can't absolutely say I know, but the thing, I mean, I can't, I don't know them personally, but the things that make me see it, I've, I've been at shows and somebody actually called me a nigga at the show, like screamed it out in the crowd, you know what I'm saying? But you, you paid, you paid to come see McJenkins, like, and they feel me. Right. <laughs> they're paying to see you and they're yelling weird shit at you. I mean, not weird shit, like. Shit that definitely makes sense to yell at a black man as a white man, but just completely disrespectful shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's weird. That's pretty common for for niggas to 
be racist. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you listen to my music and are a fan of my music, how you could come do that? Like, you got to be missing the point. You have to be missing the point. Is there at least one, th- is, there any, are there, is there a particular thread running through waves that you wish to articulate? Like, is there anything about it that you'd wish to kind of point people to right now? Um, I, that 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 point that you made with slumber, and get up, and, and perception, and and, it, and that I it's I don't want people to hear the vibe and the lovey dovey, and miss the fact that like my content hasn't changed at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm still talking about the exact same shit. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> so that's it. Okay. I think people are getting that though. Okay. And also that the world is is more evil than it's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> that's not in the records but yes <laughs> you mentioned that you're already since april been you've been working on uh the next projects uh you say i think you yeah, feel like you said records what are you working on exactly the album just the healing component you're oh the, the so the next record is going to be a thc the healing component yeah so wait i randomly mentioned the song from the waters and you're saying that this is basically part of the lineage of your record cycle absolutely yeah so i okay so i'm smart yes (laughs) is there anything about the healing component that we need can that you can give us any you know can you give us any hints about what's coming um the waters was the introduction to the idea that there was this water that you needed to drink you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. But I didn't really get very specific. I don't think you can go through every song and tell me that what it was about. Rather, every song had a lot of different things touched on. And the healing component will be very specific. Uh, if I have 15 songs, it'll be 15 different things that I talked about. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. To speak on. So, uh, yeah. And, and the healing component is love. Right. So I'll just be expressing that message in that way and do you have a timeline on it because you you, as i mentioned in my introduction you're working very quickly it seems like you're you're putting out records at least once a year do you have a timeline on when thc will be released next year next year but one a record a year and and this isn't something that a lot of rappers are are able to do this is this a personal objective of yours is to to be prolific this is how i work yeah (laughs) i took I, i finished waters i took a break I made waves. I finished waves. I took a break. Started working on the next thing. Cause like, I I like to do this. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. If I I mean I don't I don't believe Andre 3000 isn't still writing raps. He's just not letting the world hear them. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that guy. Like no, but I'm just saying like he's an artist. Like, right, right. He's still writing. You know what I'm saying? Whatever he's doing, he's still writing. So like I'm all, I'm always writing. Like okay. So. <sighs> I'm just I, I, if I want to take a break I've literally tried to take a break after the first tour I recorded the music I did the first tour with Method Man and Red Man it was 43 cities yeah I was done and I tried to take a break and I was back to recording music every day in the studio in two weeks like <laughs> I just found myself in the studio like <laughs> yeah it's not really it's, it's what I do it's what I like to do it's what I love to do it's not a job so uh, it doesn't really stop for me well, I mean, it's it's heartening to hear, and I, I appreciate that uh, that you're doing this. And uh, oh, I was going to ask conceptually for the live show. I mean, we I've never seen you live. Uh, I I recognize that you put a lot of thought into the art of what you're doing. Uh, is there something about the live show that you can whet our appetites with? No pun intended. Um, not 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 anything other than just like very descriptive verbs uh <laughs> i think i think it's felt though in the room um amendments to the live show are just really starting to take place because you, uh, live instruments uh make it so much better especially when you got a band that's grooving with each other but that costs money you know what i'm saying and i'm just i'm just getting into a place where i can afford to pay for that i've got a drummer i've got a background singer nice um uh but i want more you know what i'm saying so i'm just building Okay, so and, and so I mean you've got a lot of dates coming up. I looked at your schedule. I mean you're yeah. you're gone. So this might this this dynamic you're describing it may or may not happen. No, it's definitely happening. Okay, uh, but it's just like that's just a percentage of what what I wanted to be when it's done. You know what I'm saying? I take a lot of inspiration from Chance and his live performance and the way that he conducts himself on on stage and 
really controls the audience and I'm I'm trying to figure out ways to do that for myself and my style of music. I'm still figuring it out for sure. Okay. Do you think Bernie Sanders has a chance at the Democratic nomination? I and this is how much I don't pay attention to politics at all. <laughs> you told me you were engaged. I'm just curious. Nah, I, I actually I, I heard you say that. I tried to just let you know. I'm, I'm really not. Okay. I, there was a time when I was. I actually wanted to be a lawyer, and uh, I worked in the Federal Dirksen Building in Chicago in my senior year in high school, and I was very involved and I knew a lot and I was paying attention. You know, Obama was taking off, and uh, man, I just learned a lot more stuff about the world when I went to college. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I mean, I spoke. You, you thought, you thought I was with it the way I spoke. I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it, and that's why I don't need to look at that shit to know that I'm being lied to all the time. Are you to know that half of the shit doesn't matter? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, I, I do know what you're saying. Are you a guy that that was underestimated at any point in your life? Do you feel like people don't uh, didn't uh, didn't know what they were getting into when they encountered you? Absolutely. I, it feels like to me like you've got something to prove more than most artists I talk to. Absolutely. That's the that's the case, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I everything is for me is like I have a purpose. I have something to do. Like, you better believe that's what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, the new Mick Jenkins release is Waves. It's uh, out via Cinematic Music Group, and he's on tour across North America, including stops at Toronto's The Hoxton on September 1st and Ottawa's Ritual on September 2nd. You can learn more about all of these dates and the release at MickJenkins.com. Mick, is there a song from Waves that uh, we can go out on right now? Um, We should give them your love. Let's spread some love. Did you just want to spread love? Is there any other reason you thought of that one? Uh... Nah, yeah, that was that was the reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, good enough reason to me in a world that's more evil than it's ever been. This yeah. is Your Love by Mick Jenkins. Mick, it uh, was really a pleasure to speak with you. I wish you the best of luck going forward. Thank you very much. Same. For the love, she the type of woman make you wanna leave the drugs. Not the type of nigga that'll really do the club. Any water double cup, baby, let me know what's up. We could have a dream, have a dream in New Orleans and fall in love in Chicago. Have a dream in New Orleans and fall in love in Chicago. Have a dream, 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 fall in love, love, love. I want to love. Parlay with you for the one time, lady. I can promise it to be a fun time. I ain't tryna run game, I hit you with the sublime, lady. I want your love, 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 love. I want to love you. Five three with the crown, bring your skin tone. Plus she brought her own water, man she bent on. Put a joint, she hit me with a couple brothers of wisdom. Now it's on, have me open like a flip phone. Flip mode, every single night is busting. We be learning till we leaning like we off the road, but doesn't keep the pace slow. Moving with the tempo, know you feel it when the pace slow. Waiting on the breakdown, I don't need the peso. Did it for the Lolo, girl, the free is what I'm based on. Come and build with me, we can be a couple mates on. No insurance to the go, just stay farm. All the ladies stay calm, we can have Dream New Orleans, fall in love in Chicago. Have a dream, 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 fall in love, love, love. I want to love you. I want to love you. For the love, she the type of woman make you wanna leave the drugs. Not the type of nigga that'll really do the club. Any water, double cup, baby, let me know what's up.
Thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at cfru.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.